this is Terry Beatley, your host of What If We've Been Wrong? I'm shining light into some dark places so that beauty, goodness, and truth defeat the schemes of the enemy. It's true, people are perishing for lack of knowledge, and we're instructed to have nothing to do with the evil deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. That's what I do on What If We've Been Wrong? Rethink, explore, and uncover some hidden truths so that more people can experience an abundant life and the joy of being set free from the shackles that hold us in prison. Welcome to What If We've Been Wrong? All right, I'm calling all men, all fathers across America to wake up. Are you going to sit back and allow men dressed as drag queens indoctrinate your children, your grandchildren, children in your community at the tax-funded public libraries during story time? Well, I'm here to let you know that this is happening all across America, but something happened though just recently. I found this in an article on LifeSite News. It's dated Tuesday, November 27, 2018. This young man, I'm guessing now he looks like he's 28, maybe 30 years old. I mean, the poor guy, he's mentally, sexually disordered, and he has this strong need to dress up as a drag queen. But this guy, Dylan Pontiff, helped organize a story time hour at the local public library for children as young as three years old. Well, it kicked the local community into an uproar, and there was a council meeting. And basically, this guy had to go in and you know defend what he's doing and and uh, present it as if it's innocuous. And, and, and how could somebody with such a timid personality as his ever do harm to children? Well, let me tell you something. Men, and I, of course, this is not just directed to men, but I'm asking men to pay attention, and this is why. It's because the women, the mothers, are, are out there taking these little children while you're hard at work, they're taking children to be indoctrinated into sexual perversion at the local public library. So men, fathers, grandfathers, pay attention to what's going on. I'm going to give you considerable information over the next hour, and I'm asking you to kick yourself in gear, engage in your local community. You're going to have to. You're going to have to because the mothers, the women, are being deceived up one side and down the other, all in the name of compassion and understanding. Well, we now know from the lips of Dylan Pontiff, the, this young guy who dresses up as a drag queen, we now know uh, from his mouth what, what they, the people who have this disorder, what they're trying to do. At the council meeting, when people were you know, complaining that this was happening, he said, quote, this is going to be the grooming of the next generation. We're trying to groom the next generation, said Dylan Pontiff. Now chew on that for a minute, men, fathers of America. You've got this little 28 or 30-year-old, uh, this mentally sexually disordered young man telling the council members, that he's at the library because he's grooming your children, your grandchildren, the children in your communities to be the next round, the next generation of sexually disordered young people. 
And of course, he does it, though, all in the name of compassion and understanding. And you know what that is? It's a bunch of bullcrap. He has said it out of his own mouth that they are indoctrinating, they're grooming. I think it's important for us to understand that he's out there with this intentional effort to create gender confusion uh, and this and disorder. So all he's doing now at three and four years old, these kids who, they don't know anything about sex, anything you know about gender other than who's a boy and who's a girl. Uh, but they're already, uh, this guy like Dylan Pondiff, he's planting seeds, seeds of doubt as far as uh, somebody's sexuality or their gender identity for later on. So all he's doing, it seems rather um, uh, innocuous. It doesn't seem like it would hurt anybody. But the purpose is to groom the kids into sexual confusion. And I'm sorry, I'm drawing the line because it's one thing if somebody wants to dress up as a drag queen and go to some adult place, I still think he screwed up. However, th that's adults. But to be putting, planting these seeds in children's minds while fathers are hard at work, um, and, and we have so many attacks already on our families, on our children, never mind drag queens who are out to groom our children. So, so now we do know this, that the, uh, the American uh, College of Pediatrics, they have identified uh, this kind of behavior this intentional indoctrination and intentional, um, um, what like adding, doing, uh, giving puberty blockers to young children, you know, suppressing their um, their their growth. I guess you would say for the gender that God gave them. We now know that those puberty puberty blockers they can um, they can stunt the growth. They can impair memory. Uh, they can render somebody infertile, and the list goes on and on. But this, um, but teaching children that they can be transgender, it's no big deal. Um, and this is all about identifying with whatever gender you want to identify with. The American College of Pediatrics has identified that as child abuse. All right, so, so the question is now, what do we do? So there we go. We have it. Number one. I mean, I could give you probably a list of 35 things that you, you fathers, you men of America, I love men. I'm not a radical feminist. I'm here to let you know that the radical feminists and people who have had this horrible sexual disorder, they're pushing this on the women, the mothers of America. I mean, it's, it's crazy because you even look at Planned Parenthood, which originally was all about controlling births or birth control, now you would think they represent, you know, all whatever supposedly 35 different genders out there. My point is, is that they, this is a plank. This is simply a plank in communism, in Marxism. And this has been going on for decades now. And I'm going to be covering in just a few minutes the, the details of why we know this. And this is just one more plank. You know, 25, 30 years ago, nobody would have expected. So I'm, I'm going to let you know right now that if we, you, as men, as fathers, if you don't start standing up and, and, and fighting this stuff, what's coming down the pike, and it's already here now, it's just a matter of how aggressive do they get and how do the laws change, they will be normalizing, they will be normalizing pedophilia. 
So if you think drag queens indoctrinating your children and your grandchildren's bad enough, wait till the lawmakers begin to normalize pedophilia. So this is what we're up against. It's unfair. It's not right. It's a perversion. It's a distortion of human sexuality. And it's one thing for an adult, but it's a whole different ball game when we're, um, when we're pushing, we're literally pushing children off the ledge into this destruction. So the idea that tax money, tax money would be used to fund this is just incredulous in my mind. So, so what do we do? In our local community, let's just start local. What can we do local? Now that you know this is going on, I encourage you to look up this article. Uh, let's see, you can go to, uh, just Google LifeSite News Drag Queen Grooming Children. The title is Drag Queen Admits He's Grooming Children at Storytime Events. Read it, print it, and then go down to your local public library, meet with the librarian, set up an appointment. And let the librarian know that this had better never happen at your local library. And if it does, that you personally will raise the biggest stink in your county, in your state, and they will rue the day they ever let this drag queen come in and groom, groom three, four, and five-year-olds. So that's the first thing. Right now, you need to scare the librarian. I don't care how liberal-minded that person is, how hell-bent they are. On, on indoctrinating children, let them know that you have, then you're gathering. And that's the other thing, action item number two. And these are just coming off the top of my head. Item number two, you need to let your other buddies know, the men in your church, the men in your beer drinking club, I don't care who they are, the vast majority of men will be opposed to this. I promise you that. You will create an army, an army, of men who are saying, no more. You've pushed the envelope way too far, and, and men are rising up to protect the children. Because I'm telling you guys right now that it's the women who are carrying, the mothers and or the grandmothers, carrying the children, bringing the children into these story time hours with the drag queens. This one that happened in Lafayette, Louisiana, that's just one of many. What was so profound about this one, so revealing, was that this sexually disordered young man actually said it. He said that they're grooming children. And here's the other amazing thing. In an effort to try to convince the adults at the council meeting that, you know, he's mature enough to handle, because you got to keep in mind, he has so many whatever R-rated, triple X-rated performance shows that you can't even uh, find them on YouTube. You have to go into some kind of like a Google account because they're banned. They're so racy. So I'm going to read this from the article. It says, Pontiff said that as a drag queen, he's performed in shows for adults that uh, he compared to an R-rated film. He argued that he should be able to have access to children because, as an adult, he knows how to, quote, filter himself and make his content PG-rated. PG-rated for a two-, three-, and four-year-old? Hello. He's an idiot. Number two, he went on to say, quote, I can go in and entertain adults in a club and also entertain a group of students and young children. I'm able to do that because I'm an adult and able to filter myself, he said. Now, why do we know he's wrong? He's so indoctrinated into all of this himself. He's so on a social cultural mission to change culture. 
He's so indoctrinated into it that he goofed up. He made the mistake and he said the words. This is going to be the grooming of the next generation. We're trying to groom the next generation, said Dylan Pontiff. So there you have it. Men, you know, fathers, grandfathers of America, I am calling out to you. I, I mean, right then I'm getting choked up. If you guys, and I hate putting this on you because you're busy working. You're working 40, 50, 60 hours a week, but you've got to have the conversations with the women in your house. You, you've, you've got to create your, your, your momentum. Just look at your own counties. You don't have to save the whole country. Focus in your own county. So number one, print out the article, get, you know, read it, look at the video. Uh, number two, uh, uh, set in a, a meeting with your local librarian, but you know better yet, don't just go in by yourself. Go in with a group of 10, 20, 30, 50 men. And I can promise you that librarian would, would they, <laughs> that librarian would not dare bring in a drag queen to indoctrinate the children in your community. All right? It, it won't happen because that librarian is not going to uh, uh, um, oppose, you know, 30, 40, 50 men coming in for a meeting with the local librarian. But I'm telling you, I don't care where you live. I don't care if you're in a city. I don't care if you're in a rural, rural America. This is happening all across our country. And the question is, are we just going to sit back and take the, the, the continued communist takedown of our country? So what am I talking about when I say the communist takedown of our country? Back in 19, let me see, what was the year? 19... January 10th, 1963, what I'm about to read you was read in the United States Congress. And, it's, it's, uh, and it was done so that it was literally recorded in the congressional record. Um, this comes from a famous book called The Naked Communist uh, by Cleon Skousen. Uh, but he identifies the communist goals to take down America. And I'm, I'm going to let you know right now, they've already accomplished about 80, 90 percent that's on this list. And, you know, some things are things that we really can't do a whole lot about, but we can, we can help protect children, help protect women, help protect families. Um, we can have a louder voice in the public school system, which now, by the way, is run by communists. So this is a list. Um, from the Naked Communist book, which was read on the U.S. congressional floor in January 1963. Uh, there were 45, uh, it's a list of 45 ways that communists will try to break down America, implode America from inside out. They knew they could not do this from the outside in. Our, you know, militarily, we had a strong army uh, or military. Um, but they knew that if they could get on into the inside, they could they could break our foundation. And wait till you hear this list. I'm not. I can't go over all 45. Just wait till you hear some of these items. And so let's start with the one that's closest at home, and it is to emphasize the need to raise children away from the negative influence of parents, attribute prejudices, mental blocks and retarding of children to suppressive influence of parents. All right, 
That's number one. Number two, discredit the family as an institution. Encourage promiscuity and easy divorce. Look what's happened to our country. Easy divorce, promiscuity, the divorce rate over 50%. This is not what America looked like 50, 60, 70 years ago. A third one, dominate the psychiatric profession and use mental health laws as a means of gaining coercive control over those who oppose communist goals. Let's see, here's another one. Present homosexuality, degeneracy, and promiscuity as normal, natural, healthy. That's item number 26 on the master list. That's what that drag queen is doing. He's presenting his own mentally, sexually disordered self as normal. It's natural. It's healthy. And how dare you, you know, grow up to ever criticize me? This is, this is normal. No, it's degeneracy and, and th this is all part of the communist plank. Here we go. Here's another big one. Break down cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography and obscenity in books, magazines, motion pictures, radio, and TV. All right, so you men out there who are listening to the show today, I, I know right now well over 50%, if not higher, you're looking at pornography. I'm here to let you know that this has been one of the communist planks. Again, it's to break down family. Because if you can get enough men looking at porn and enough men being promiscuous, what is that going to lead to? That leads to divorce. And then if you can change the divorce laws so that we get, um, you know, no-fault divorce, you know, so you can get married and get divorced the next day. This is all part of the plan. So I'm just letting you know I'm calling a spade a spade, okay, because I'm, I'm well-read in Dr. Alfred Kinsey who unleashed pornography onto America. But, I'm, but again, I'm letting you know that all these people who push this stuff they were part of progressivism, which is another fancy word for communism. Here's another plank. Eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling them censorship and a violation of free speech and free press. Do you see where I'm going with this? This is called grinding America down. And, and I, I'm, again, I'm calling out to the men, calling out to the men. You know, cut the TV off, cut your football games off, and let's start working together in your communities and building teams of men who are going to help restore our country. Go to your local pastor. If you're not part of a church, go sit down with a pastor. Bring them that article about the drag queen, and I'll be right back. The Out Loud Perspective awaits you in life, love, politics, a healthy lifestyle, your faith, personal development, and living an out loud life on AmericaOutloud.com. Glitch your news and entertainment network where you can listen 24-7 on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. Today, we are talking about how men and grandfathers and fathers need to rise up across America and put a halt to drag queens indoctrinating their children, grandchildren, or the community or the children in their community 
into this sexual disorder of drag queens and everything that they represent. Because uh, right now, they are making their way across the United States uh, into tax-funded libraries using the message of compassion um, so that they indoctrinate, they groom our children into these sexual disorders, um, into planting seeds of gender identity crisis and uh, sexual confusion. We know this now because uh, right out of the mouth of Dylan Pontiff, a drag queen who was performing down in Lafayette, Louisiana, he actually admitted at a town council meeting that they do this to groom children. So, thank you for being back with me. I'm going to finish going over the part of the history of um, the communist takedown of America. And you may think from the outside, particularly if you missed the first segment, that what in the world does communism, the worldview of communism or Marxism, have to do with drag queens indoctrinating little three-year-olds down in Lafayette, Louisiana. Well, guess what? It has everything to do. And so what I was reading from is back in 1963, on the U.S. congressional floor, um, this was read for the congressional record, the 45 um, 45 planks, I guess you call that, the 45 communist goals to try to implode America from inside out. And so I've already covered things like, you know, breaking down the family unit, normalizing degeneracy, which is what we just went over, you know, by exposing, you know, what this drag queen did, to break down cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography, obscenity, and books, and to present homosexuality, degeneracy, and promiscuity as normal, natural, and healthy. Look at what America looks like today. Okay, this, this, we don't look the way we look with all these problems. We've got divorce over 50%, sexually transmitted diseases at sky-high levels. Um, we've got men and women now addicted to pornography. Uh, we're calling good evil and evil good. You know, we've got drag queens indoctrinating little children. Folks, this did not happen overnight. This was not a natural progression of our, of our culture. This has been an intentional uh, in infiltration, indoctrination to implode America because the communists know, or they, they, they knew back then, 50, 60, 70 years ago, that, that America was strong. We were patriotic. Um, our families were intact, including, I'm talking about everybody, you know, not everybody, but um, even the minority community, which is now rampant with um, uh, unwed motherhood, where the vast majority of, say, black American children are, are born to um, an unwed mother. That's not how it was back in the 1920s, 1930s, 1940s. But I don't want to get too off track here. I want to swing back to this list and just finish going over some of these items that um, have a connection to, you know, the drag queen down in Lafayette, Louisiana. Let's see, get control of the schools because the good communists know that they could transmit, they can transmit all their information, um, their, their socialism and their, uh, you know, communist propaganda if they have control of the school system, which they do. Um, you can read uh, School of Darkness by Bella Dodd, and you'll make that discovery that the communists had taken over the public school long ago, 
and, and she shares what happened back in the 1930s. Uh, it's a book definitely worth reading. Another one of their goals was to get control of all student newspapers. That's definitely student newspapers on the college level and I'm sure at the high school level as well. I do want to share, uh, when I was living in Fredericksburg, Virginia, there we have the, you know, the beautiful name of the college or the university, Mary Washington University, right there in Fredericksburg, Virginia. I want to tell you, though, something that the, that the student newspaper, fully overrun by this kind of pr promiscuous propaganda, the, the newspaper that I looked at, that I took to the president of Mary Washington University, uh, actually talked about the top 10 best places to fornicate on Mary Washington University campus. The number one hot spot is on the president's desk. And so I share this again. This is not what Mary Washington University looked like a hundred years ago. I'm not sure when the school started, but the point is, this didn't just happen. This has been pushed onto the campus. And again, I'm reading this right out of the book, the playbook of um, how to take down America. Infiltrate the press. Infiltrate the press. So we already know fake news is rampant. And then continue discrediting American culture by degrading all forms of artistic expression. An American communist cell was told to, quote, eliminate all good sculpture from parks and buildings, substitute shapeless, awkward, and meaningless forms, and control art critics and directors of art museums, and then, quote, our plan is to promote ugliness, repulsive, meaningless art. And then lastly, eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling them censorship and a violation of free speech and free press. So there we have it. I didn't go over all 45 uh, planks. I uh, take too long. But th these are the ones that I highlighted that basically have to do with little three and four-year-old children being groomed, being indoctrinated by drag queens. So again, I'm calling out to the men. Because let me tell you something, it's not the men bringing the children into the public library for the most part. It's mothers, their mothers or grandmothers, who for whatever reason, they've fallen for the lies. They have no clue that what they're doing, the harm it's causing, and they have no clue that what they're exposing these little children to is literally a communist plank that's been in place that's been in place for decades. So it, it saddens me, it saddens me to, to think that most people just have no clue of what's happening and they just, because, you know, the good side is we are a sympathetic people. We are a compassionate people. But there is good, there is evil, there is right, there is wrong. And, you know, we're told, you know, we're told in the Word of God that the day will come when we call evil good and good evil. And I'm sorry, folks. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm just calling a spade a spade. Taking a three-year-old to see a drag queen um, who, by the way, has X-rated films out there, performances that are so raunchy that he can't even upload those onto YouTube, if that gives you any kind of an idea. So where do we go from here? So in the first segment, you know, we gave different ideas uh, as far as just what do you do in your own local community? You know, so you go to the librarian, you and, and you, you go get 10, 20, 30, 50 other guys 
and you book a meeting with the librarian and you let that librarian know that this is not going to be happening in your community, in your town. And if not, if it, that happens, you will create the biggest stink and they will rue the day. The librarians would rue the day that they ever let the drag queen in. I think the other thing too is, you know, so much of this, you know, the good, the communists knew that they had to infiltrate uh, at and dominate at least one political party. Uh, and, you know, obviously their hope was to take control of both political parties. Now, what I'm about to present, this is not to say the Republican Party is innocent and pure and, and, and communism hasn't infiltrated the Republican Party. But the main thing to look at, though, is the political party platforms. This is what most people uh, never take the time to read. We get all wrapped up in the, in the news of the day. You know, what, what did Donald Trump tweet or whatever? All the, you know, these are small things. What we do know is that it's a high percentage of, uh, a, a, you can pretty much count on an elected official voting for bills to turn those into laws that align with the political party that he represents. All right. So if you know what the political party platform says, you pretty much know how your uh, the candidate or that legislator will be voting on different bills. And so what I want to cover today, right now in this segment, is a comparison of the Democrat Party platform versus the Republican Party platform. Now, for those of you who think, oh, Terry's just out there promoting the Republican Party. Oh, no, I'm not. I am, though, promoting getting an, uh, an understanding of the political party platforms. And why? You know, why? It's because of what I just said. We know that the vast majority, actually, we know this. Here it is. While platforms are non-binding documents, research, research shows they matter significantly. One study found that in the past 30 years, Republicans in Congress voted for positions supported by their party platform by 89% of the time, while Democrats did so at a rate of 74%. If Republicans and Democrats in Congress make good on their party platform's promises, people of faith heading to the polls you know, each November uh, can be confident that Republicans will defend life, marriage between a man and a woman, and religious liberty, while Democrats will continue to put those same values under direct assault. Now, why do I say this? So those of you who might be Democrats or you've been voting Democrat for the past 35 years and you find it offensive that I dare criticize the Democrat Party, I'm criticizing their platform. And these, so the Democrat Party today, its platform, it does not look at all like the platform of 35, 40, 50 years ago. It's completely opposite. So, so let's go over some of the things, because again, they're spelled out. And what I'm actually giving you is a really good reason why you don't have to waste your time, you know, listening to whatever Donald Trump tweeted or whatever, you know, if you're trying to figure out who in the world are you going to be voting for. I'm telling you right now, these two political party platforms, one, the Democrat Party platform, fully represents what the communist uh, infiltration, what they wanted to see happen. It's like, it's 90, 95% there. It is a communist party socialist platform. 
And then and you look at and you read, if you read the Republican Party platform, it's, it, it represents a biblical Judeo worldview. So now let me back up what, I, what I'm saying, because talk is cheap. So let's go, uh, let's go dig into it. Okay, so let's just pick the first issue, which is marriage. So on the redefinition of marriage, Democrats supported the court's judicial activism in that, uh, the Oberfell case that recognized LGBT people have the right to marry the person they love. Republicans, on the other hand, condemn the Supreme Court's ruling in the United States versus Windsor and the Oberfell decision, which robbed 320 million Americans of their legitimate constitutional authority to define marriage as the union of one man and one woman. You know, to echo Justice Scalia, by the way, he said, we dissent. Um, Republicans urge its Oberfell's re, uh, reversal, whether through judicial reconsideration or a constitutional amendment, returning control over marriage to the states. And so, so there you go on the redefinition of marriage. And let's face it, folks, love and sex are two different things. There is a reason for marriage, okay? Marriage is the basic building block of a civilized society as it's always been. It is not, oh, well, I love him or I love her, so I should have the right to marry her. No, you can love her all you want, but marriage is for that, that building block, that united front, so that that man and that woman can bring new life into the world and then raise that child in that structured, you know, unified family unit and, and all the benefits that come, come with that. Uh, let's just face it, you know, a, a solid marriages that don't fall apart um, and that propagate children, uh, that's the basic building block of, of a civilization. It always has. And so we, we've, we've, I don't want to go down that road, but let's just, I'm just going to say it one more time. Love and sex are two different things. All right. How about on supporting marriage and family? The Democrats look to government and social support services, not marriage and family, as the foundation of American society. So without mentioning the family or natural marriage, Democrats are committed to creating a society where children can thrive physically, emotionally, educationally, and spiritually through civil structures that are essential to creating this for every child. Remember Hillary Clinton, it takes a village to raise a child. That's the mentality. Not, it doesn't take a strong family unit, a strong marriage, a strong mom and dad. It takes a village to raise a child. That's a, a, anyway, now when you look at the Republican uh, platform, on the other hand, it affirms that the American family is the foundation of civil society, and the cornerstone of the family is natural marriage, the union of one man and one woman. That's in the platform, and it affirms the numerous benefits of natural marriage, to human flourishing and supported by overwhelming evidence from social science. And it concludes that every child deserves a married mom and dad. Republicans believe that strong families, depending upon God and one another, advance the cause of liberty by lessening the need for government in our daily lives. And conversely, the loss of family, I mean, the loss of faith and family life leads to greater dependence upon government. There you have it. And I've, I, I've just been talking about marriage. So on the redefinition of marriage and on supporting marriage and family. 
So if you have strong marriages, strong families, boys and girls being raised up by moms and dads in that same family unit, um, basic building block of a civilized society, you will need fewer laws, less government, because you've got that family unit there teaching those young children self-governance. So if we can become more and more self-governed, uh, because we have moms and dads who are pouring into us in that strong family unit. So anyway, and then again, there you go. The social science proves. Uh, proves. So now let's switch over to the topic of, of abortion. So we, we know that the Democrat Party is 100% in the back pocket of the abortion industry. Um, they're, uh, they support Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood's been caught selling baby body parts. And the beat goes on and on and on. So we have literally given Planned Parenthood, oh gosh, I wish I had the total amount. It's up in the billions of dollars over the past, probably it's like past 50, 60 years. And then the Republican Party platform, you know, they, the, it arguably is the most pro-life platform in the history of the Republican Party. Now, why should all the black Americans who, who repeatedly vote for the Democrat Party, why should black Americans care? All right, so you black men who are listening to this interview, stay tuned in, okay? Why should you care? Because Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood back in 1939, she set forth the Negro Project, and that was to eliminate the black race in America. She called it the Negro Project. And what has it done? Well, right now, it's killed over 17 million little black children. All right? So, so here we have only 3 to 4% of the population are fertile, you know, childbearing black women, the age of black women, a childbearing age, 3 to 4% of the population, but yet they represent... 35-36% of the um, of aborted of, of women who abort. So it's, it's grossly disproportionate. Why is that? Planned Parenthood's put their abortion mills primarily in minority neighborhoods. And then lastly, we've got the, the Hyde Amendment. Uh, so the, the Democrat Party wants to see the Hyde Amendment overturned. Uh, they want to repeal it immediately. But the Republicans oppose the Democrats' extremism so, quote, as Democrats abandon this four-decade-old bipartisan consensus, we, the Republicans, call for codification of the Hyde Amendment and its application across the government, including Obamacare. So, basically, the Hyde Amendment says that the taxpayers will not fund or subsidize health care that includes abortion coverage. Those are, so, marriage and then the Hyde Amendment. You know, so the reason I'm going over this, and we still have more issues. We can look at judicial appointments, religious freedom, uh, education, international affairs, military. The beat goes on and on. What I want to show you is, is by looking at the 45 planks of communism as spelled out in the Naked Communist book, that, that, that the transformation of America has not happened without intentional effort to implode our country from inside out, morally, patriotically, um, economically, and, and unfortunately, and politics drives this so much. So stay tuned. I'm going to come right back. We'll finish going over this. And then we're going to take a look at who said that he's just going to turn these people over to a moral and uh, immoral and depraved mind. I'll be right back. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. 
The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multinutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. back with Terry Beatley and I am making this rally call across America. American men, American fathers, American grandfathers, it is time to rise up in your communities and help protect children from this transgender uh, movement that is swallowing up the lives, the souls of our children. And if you listen to this first segment, you heard how this guy, Dylan Pontiff, from his own mouth, down at a council meeting in Lafayette, Louisiana, admitted that when he dresses up as a drag queen, he is doing it to indoctrinate, to groom the, the next generation. All right, he's admitted it. And he was so stupid because he opened his mouth and he, he actually admitted to people that, that this is the purpose. And then he says that, well, because he's an adult and he can make adult films or adult shows, but because he's an adult, he has a filter and he can filter what he's able to share with children. Give me a flippin' break. He has no filter because he actually let the word grooming come out of his mouth. And so what I've been talking about in this whole show, because it's like I just want to shake America and say, will you wake up? These are planks of the communist takedown of America, which has been going on for decades now. They never give up. They chisel, 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 chisel. And the second segment, I went over probably probably 15 or 20 of the planks. And it's worth really memorizing, getting the book. Go get the book called The Naked Communists, okay? Now, the other thing I'm talking about is how they use politics. So one of the goals of the communists was to take control of a political party, if not two. Today, the Democrat Party is the communist party. Everything they stand for represents communism you know, slash socialism. And I'm backing up what I'm saying by reading to you directly from the Democrat Party platform. So we, we know statistically that, let me go back up to this because I think this is important to know. We know that Democrat uh, legislators will vote for bills 74% of the time that align with the Democrat Party platform. So folks, you don't have to wrap yourself around the axle and trying to figure out who in the world are you going to vote for next time. All you need to know is what's in the Democrat Party platform because that's the number one telltale sign, if you will, of how that legislator is going to vote on bills. So let's go down to uh, something that directly affects, uh, you know, the topic of today with this, uh, this drag queen grooming 
three-year-olds, let's look at what the Democrat Party says on transgender bathrooms in school compared to what the Republican Party platform says. Now, you got to keep in mind, what does all this have to do? Because the Democrat, I mean, the communists knew that in order to take down America, you have to implode it morally. You have to break down um, standards, uh, standards of morality. You have to break all these things down. You have to get to a point where you literally good evil and evil good. And that's exactly where we're at today. So, following the Obama administration's redefinition of sex discrimination uh, for Title X, the Democrats, quote, will fight for continued development of sex discrimination law to cover LGBT people. Well, boy, they've been doing that. They pledge to improve school climates, to advance gay and transgender rights, claiming in defense that LGBT kids continue to be bullied at school. They specify creating federal non-discrimination protections for all LGBT Americans in areas such as education. Republicans call out the Obama administration's Title IX trans, I said Title X before, it's Title IX, transgender bathroom edict, which imposes a social and cultural revolution upon the American people by wrongly redefining sex discrimination to include sexual orientation or other categories at once illegal, dangerous, and ignores privacy issues. So the GOP platform denounces the liberal social agenda, which is, quote, determined to reshape our schools and our entire society to fit the mold of an ideology, pardon me, but that's the communist ideology, which is alien to America's history and traditions. Folks, if, if you don't understand what is communism, what is Marxism, what is socialism, you've got to, these are planks that they rely on. They have to use, they have to be able to use the kids. Let's look at teaching the Bible in public schools. The Democrat party platform insists on promoting high quality uh, STEM classes, science, technology, and all those classes, computer science education, and to engage students to be critical thinkers and civic participants. Yet, Democrats also insist on banning prayer from the public sphere, even in our public schools. So recognizing that a good understanding of the Bible is indispensable for the development of an educated citizenry, the Republicans encourage on a voluntary basis for state legislatures to offer the Bible in a literature curriculum as an elective in America's high schools. The platform also affirms the rights of religious students to engage in voluntary prayer at, uh, at public school events and to have equal access to school facilities. So the Democrat Party platform, I mean, oh yeah, they're all for science, you know, education and all that, but, but get the Bible out. Okay? Uh -huh. Where we know that the history of America, our greatness is because, it's specifically because of our judeo Christian uh, roots and what all that stands for. You know, we, you keep in mind, America made more advances for mankind in, in, in 200 years than the world had made in 5,000 years. And that, that didn't just happen. Okay, we recognize, oh my gosh, that's a whole nother show. Let's go on to, um, okay, sex education. Okay, just keep in mind, the communist plank, you have to be able to erode morals you have to be able to eliminate community standards. You have to be able to call evil good and good evil. 
the Democrats promote what they wrongly call comprehensive or evidence-based sex education, which in fact encourages young children and teenagers to use contraception and engage in risky sexual behavior. Even though the federal government funds condom-based approaches to sex education 16 to 1 compared to sexual risk avoidance education, since 1991 the percentage of high school students who have never had sex has increased 28%. The reason is largely due to the sexual risk avoidance and the fact that parents and teenagers largely support waiting until marriage to have sex but not with the Democrats. The Democrats want to keep pushing, keep forcing this on. And, um, and again, this, there's, I could do a whole show on Planned Parenthood, the history of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, Alfred Kinsey, and how they set out very early on, but it really started steaming up in the early 70s, pushing uh, sex indoctrination onto high schoolers and then middle schoolers. All right, so recognizing the success of the sexual risk avoidance education, the Republicans call for, quote, sexual risk avoidance education that sets abstinence until marriage as the responsible and respected standard of behavior. That approach, the only, the only one always effective against premarital pregnancy and STDs, empowers teenagers to achieve optimum health outcomes. So there we have it. So you've got the communist infiltration of the Democrat Party platform. It's 100% lines up with what the communists set out to do. Uh, and, and this has been going on 50, 60, 70 years. I don't know how to be any more explicit about it. And so, so this really, so, so we've got this revolving circle. So in order to take down America, so let's just say this. Let's say that, um, actually, no, that was in that article. Let me see if I can find this. Because it talked about just the power of influence uh, that I think, I may have some of this a little bit wrong, but the, but the gist of it was this. There was one high school coach um, who uh, came out suddenly as like transgender. And it was almost like by the power of suggestion, all the the team members decided they were too and so we know we know this is a lie we know that this is simply grooming indoctrination choose the word that you want but it's wrong and it's a, it's i mean it leads a life as far as i'm concerned a life of misery but but who cares you know say what i say about it let's go back and let's read um something that i feel like right now uh, for the time I've got left on this show, you know, the big debate is, you know, hey, do, do you call out the Word of God? Do, do you actually say it, call it out for what it is? And I think for this show today, because these drag queens are in, are in public libraries, they're pushing this agenda, they're trying to get younger and younger, and they, they've got them. I mean, you can't indoctrinate a baby, so they've got the three-year-olds right now. I mean, how low can you go? All right, so, that, so they're indoctrinating your children, your grandchildren, the children in your communities. And I'm, I'm, I'm specifically calling out for men to stand up in your communities, uh, go, go meet with the library, and first read the articles. All right, first read them. I told you about the one that, 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 that's the latest. 
Just Google drag queen Dylan Pontiff, uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. It, the, the article will pop up. But wh what did God say? You know, what, what did he say what, that, that a culture that so rejects him, you know, what did he say is going to happen? I want to read this to you because it, it's, worth, um, it's worth hearing. And I don't, I'm not going to put my light under a basket. So here it is. Uh, this comes right from Romans chapter 1. He says, The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness, since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what's been made so that people are without excuse. So meaning that, that God makes himself so clear, I'm without excuse. I cannot deny God's existence. All right, so for although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Right now I'm thinking about those mothers who probably some of those women go to church every Sunday and they take their kids into this, they're, they, but they're not. All right. So although they claim to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. And by the way, if you look at some of these crazy images of these drag queens, I mean, they're very, very creepy looking. And, you know, and then you think how these people nearly worship these drag queens. Therefore, God gave them over in their sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served created things, drag queens, rather than the creator who is forever praised. And because of this, God gave them over to shameful lusts. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. And in the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Now check this out. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. So I think it's much more loving and compassionate to share the truth with people and to warn them because we know people who um, have these who are so sexually disordered the suicide rate of those people is so much higher and so I look at this it's much more loving to present truth to people and to reach out to them in those ways than to just sit back oh and embrace it in the name of compassion because God tells us God's edicts are true you know, not man's, but God's are. So it's like, I think it's much more loving to be boldly truthful and stand on the word of God with these, with people who are suffering like this. And then it goes on, furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought not to be done. They've become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity, and they're full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. And they're gossip, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. And they invent ways of doing evil. They invent ways of doing evil like drag queens coming into government-subsidized public libraries and teaching sexual disorder to three-year-olds. 
They disobey their parents and they have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. And although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. And so that's what I wanted to share with you today. And I'm thinking of the three-year-olds right now who are being dragged by their mothers or their grandmothers into public libraries to be groomed by men who have a sexual disorder and they're intentionally planting seeds um, and they're grooming our children. And this is all part of the communist takedown of America. It's all been spelled out. You can read all about it. Awaken America. And I'm asking American men to rise to the occasion in your communities and help protect young children. Go to your librarians, rally the troops, go to the pastors. Men, it's time to get involved.